Hey Coconuts, welcome back to our weekly market updates. This week, we have four things to share with you. Number one, Facebook changes its name to Meta. Dan Loeb, an activist investor, has asked for the breakup of Shell. Spotify had a great quarter as advertising outperforms. And lastly, unofficial Squid Game token crashes from 12 million. TFC's weekly market update scours the net to find worthy financial news to be further discussed and expanded. It is a banter session with facts, figures, and fun to help you get caught up in the world of investing. So join in the banter live with me, Rakesh, your host, weekly Tuesdays at 8pm on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Hey, Coconuts. Welcome back to our Tuesday's weekly market updates with me, Rakesh and Anthony. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? Yo, yo. All right. Yeah, it's always good. It's always good. It's a good week this week. I know uh, we have a fair few earnings calls this week. So next week's episode is going to be completely filled. Uh, (laughs) But for this week, we've had a couple of earnings calls. Uh, you know, but before we get started, right, uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and as well as join our Telegram group at, at the Financial Coconut. I just recently joined it this week. I've just got Telegram. <laughs> um, so I'm totally noob to this, but yeah, it'll be really cool to run polls and so on. So please let us know if you want anything talked about during this show as well. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about a couple of things. So one of it is Spotify, who just had an earnings call. Um, then we're going to talk about a cryptocurrency known as Squid Game and so on. Uh, Facebook, we've got the big news there. We have to be talking about this. Otherwise, I mean, what's the point of having this show? <laughs> and lastly, we're going to talk a bit about Shell, right? A bit of, um, a bit of re- I would say, investor relations, if you will. Yeah, we, we need to talk about old world assets sometimes, right? We can't just do tech all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The good old, the good old assets. In all fairness, yes. though, when I started talking about Intel, Intel, which was like effectively an old tech, I got hammered for it from you last week. So, <laughs> no, well, no, sorry, Intel got hammered, right? You're fine. <laughs> I, I hope. I hope. Right. Um, please, please don't. You know, if not, I'll just buy you a coffee after this. Sure. No problem. That's. I'll always take a coffee, man. Yeah. All right. So, um, I mean, look, Rak, I know you're a big fan of Squid Game, but I think today you want to talk to us about the cryptocurrency, right? Did they have an official one or or was it just something unofficial that that people created out of thin air? Yeah, um, I guess that's that that was always has been that question, right? So Squid Game actually did have a cryptocurrency. Um, and, and I honestly thought it was legitimate. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody else did, but it turns out that it wasn't. Right, it's an unofficial Squid Game token, effectively that rose massively. Right, effectively riding the wave of Squid Game. Everybody's following it. Everybody's watching it. Everybody's playing the games. Um, I think even now, Haiti Lao is giving. Well, as you wait to go in, they're giving you the Delcona thing to go in, <laughs> to go wow. and try out. So literally, everyone is is following that. So one thing that I didn't realize, I just realized, was that when they had this cryptocurrency, a lot of people bought in, and it rose massively right i believe it rose it rose to 200 over million okay. um if i'm right so so not shiba inu massive but you know massive enough yeah yeah no it wasn't it wasn't shiba inu massive or it isn't dogecoin massive <laughs> um all of them but it, it's massive enough to make a shit ton of money right and excuse my french it's it, it really really rose really quickly and then all of a sudden it just dropped this happened a couple of days ago 
from what I realized, it was effectively a scam. Oh, right. Um, yeah, effectively a scam. People couldn't, as they saw the price dropping, they couldn't really trade it out. It was effectively money was stuck in and the scammers that started this cryptocurrency just took all the money out and now it's back down to zero. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. I mean, you know, let, let's, let's take a step back, right? Um, what, what I understand about cryptos is that they tend to have white papers and, and things like that. What, was there one for this project? Ooh, good question. Um, clearly, I don't know much more about crypto. Um, I don't believe there is a white paper for this crypto. Okay, just, yeah, because I mean, yeah. I was doing some, some quick reading and, and apparently, um, and people will need to do more research about this, is, is that it was disclosed quite early on that you, you could buy it, but nobody could sell it except for the founder. Right. So, 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 so that, that, that's yeah, why I'm yeah, a bit yeah. hesitant about calling it a scam. It's not a scam if people tell you up front, you know, I'm not going to let you sell it, right? It, it's a bit wedding buyer, wedding seller. People just didn't read TNCs, which is why you need a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you're just saying that because you're a lawyer, man. <laughs> this, yeah, but the, the people actually read the white paper. When you buy cryptocurrencies, okay, maybe you do read the white paper, but to a lot of people... No, that, that, that's the thing, right? I mean, if you want to put substantive, substantial money in it, you don't want it to just be a gamble. I, I think you mm. better study something about it, right? Even if it's just going to Reddit and searching or, you know, searching it on, on Twitter, something, right? You, you don't just... And, and look, crypto is not easy to buy. You know, these coins are not things that you just log into Coinbase or log into Gemini and buy. It's, it's really weird in the um, exchanges that you have to go into. So if you are going to the extent, you know, spend five minutes, read something, listen, watch a YouTube video, you know, do, do something um, besides blindly buy. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, and, and here's the thing, right? People don't really read the TNCs. As, as clearly, you know this, right? Yeah, Being I mean, a lawyer. I don't read TNCs, um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you read the TNCs, but a lot of people don't. So when they see something like Squid Game, and in all fairness, right, a layman like me, I, I honestly thought it was official, right? The way that it was it was going up, the way that it, it, it said it. Of course, I didn't read the white paper. Um, in all fairness, I really didn't think it had a white paper. I thought it was just it's just like it's Squid Game, go buy it, right? Through mm -hmm. through any possible. But one thing we realized though is that I think one thing to take away from this is the fact that you have to read the white paper. Um, I'm still calling it a scam. Right, I know you don't because technically, <laughs> legally, it's legal. It's no longer a scam. The owner took like 2.1 million or something like this and ran away oh, with it. Yeah. Um, so little. That's a lot of money. <laughs> he, he should have held out longer, right? Paper hands. <laughs> <laughs> this is seriously paper hands. <sighs> Maybe he reached his uh, retirement, right? So he's effectively, he's done yeah. now. He doesn't need he, to. He reached his fire number and to. that's it, you know? <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's quit. He's quit his job. He took his two point one million and went away. So I think that the big takeaway for this is clearly understand what you're going into. Understand the white paper. If you don't understand it, Anthony's here. Anthony's available. I'm sure he charges a fee, but you can <laughs> you can definitely ask him as well. <laughs> so sorry. Um, one one last takeaway from this as well before we close out the point. Um, we need a yeah. financial coconut coin. Um, we need to get Reggie on this. <laughs> Yes. Done. Reggie, if you're hearing, we do need a financial coconut coin, but let's have a decent white paper and not this kind. Yeah. Right. Um, let, let's not scam people to their face. Right? No. If we want to yeah, be sneaky, let, let's, be, let's no, not, let's not scam there. people at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's, that's enough of this topic. Look, um, I think it's just awareness. 
Uh, just make sure you know what you're reading. Make sure you do enough research. And this is just a reminder, a simple reminder that this is you, this is what you should be doing before investing in anything. Awesome. All right, move on to the next topic. Anthony, you have something about us with regards to Shell. Yes. Um, I mean, speaking about people who, who study what they buy, right? So the, the mm-hmm. news of the week was um, Dan Loeb, who was this semi-famous, um, well, actually really famous activist investor. Um, he, he disclosed that he took a $750 million stake in Shell. So one, a few percent market cap, but, but not, nothing too big. And, and what, what he asked and what he said is, look, shells need to be broken up, right? You, you have your legacy oil and mm-hmm. gas. Um, that's great. That makes money. But people don't like it. You have your renewables and LNG, which isn't as profitable. It's a lot smaller, but people like it. And if we look at comparables, it's really cheap. You are locking up shareholder value. Please break it up. Right, um, you you should split your company into two essentially the the oil and gas business, which is uh, the, the oil business actually, um, which is old and you'll die a, a natural death in ten years, but let's squeeze money out of it while we can, and you know the the renewables and natural gas arm, which is new and has a high multiple and and people get value out of it, um, and, and yeah that that's it. Um, the the management obviously wasn't happy, right? Um, it, it it takes away their power. Um, but but yeah, it, it's just been you know fighting it out in the media about what what should happen to to a business like Shells, right? Because they have the old parts which we don't like now; they're pollutive, but they make money, and and the new parts which takes time to make money, but and are capital intensive. But at the end of the day, you know we we want to expand that and we want to you know move in that direction. Yeah. So so yeah, I think that that's just a bit of interesting news and and a bit of I guess corporate structuring of, about how companies can be run. Right. And this news came out when last last week was it? I think it it or came a few out days ago. Early mid last week, I think. Yeah. After our mid after last. our previous episode. Otherwise, I would have spoken about it then. <laughs> <laughs> the so with with regards to this. Like, t- tell us more, right? We, he says it should be split up because of sentiment or because of the fact that um, right, these two effectively are not congruent and should not be run together. Or is Shell yeah. just too big? No, so I, I think yeah. he, he looks at it from a valuation perspective. Um, he, he goes mm. and says, look, you know, your, your LNG and your renewables business has a run rate of, I think, what, 2.5 billion comparable natural gas companies have you know, price to sales of 10. That brings you to $250 billion. Um, Sorry, I, I'm, I'm getting decibels mixed up, but you know, gist of it is sure. your LNG business using a comparable is the current enterprise value or the current market cap of your entire shell. There is a lot mm. of value here, right? Um, if, if we value just your you know, new business, like another new business that takes up your current new business and your current old business. And your current old legacy business is again in the billions of dollars and, and should have some value to it besides zero. So he's saying that a market is ascribing the wrong value to it. Um, I'm, I'm not a value investor. I'm not going to wait for the market to wake up and be rational because seriously, the market is irrational. I mean, okay, that, that's my, my view. The market is irrational, <laughs> irrational now. But, you know, um, so break it, break it up. The market will recognize values in each sector because there are people who want oil and gas, oil assets who want to make money for 10 years, right? So, so both parts will have value and 
as a shareholder, I win, right? So, so, so that's, mm. that, that's essentially his pitch. Got it. So he's looking to actually split it and actually list both as well. Yes. And have two separate, effectively two separate stocks and two separate tickers. Yeah. One for stock, one for uh, alternative forms, alternative yeah. energy, if you will. Got it. Well, uh, what, is your, what is your take on this? Do you think this is something that, that Shell should be worried about, should Shell should be thinking about? Yeah, um, I mean, look, management will never agree to this, right? Um, and, and management has a point. The, the, the whole idea is to use, it, it's like Amazon and AWS, right? You, you have a money-spinning part of the business and you use it to subsidize and you know, to, to get a flywheel going and, and whatnot to, to build a new part of the business, right? Um, so you don't have to borrow, you don't have to do capital raisings, you just use your free cash flow and, and build. And, and that's yep. essentially the, the argument behind Shell. I, I have a huge cash flow generating business. I don't know how long it'll last. And, you know, but, but I'm going to use it to build alternative, alternative energy. And, and, that's the, and that's the reality compared to breaking it up, right? And subsequently, with my new company, I have to go to the capital markets. I have to raise debt, which has a cost of equity. You know, or I have to raise other debt or equity, right? I need money somewhere. So yes, equity capital markets are cheap now, but I'm sure I have investment grade rating. Debt is cheap for me too. You know, I, I don't see how much lower the cost of capital can be. So uh, honestly, I, I'm sympathetic with management here. Um, I think size also has perks, right? If, if there's a slowdown in oil and gas, you, know, you can move your engineers over into alternative energies. Um, essentially, you have the same workforce. You can switch them around. You can do some shared services thing to, to you know, rationalize it and make it more efficient and, and have cost centers and all of that. Um, silly stuff that nobody really wants to talk about, right? But I think that in reality, operationally, it, it makes a bit more sense to have you know, one entity and to try to leverage off the size and the economies of scale rather than to, to have two yeah. or, or more entities and you know, find a way to, to make it work. Uh, so it's, it's a nice idea. Um, I think from a shareholder value maximization perspective, it works, it's great. But to run a company that way, it, it's, it's not going to fly. I think, yeah, in, in my sense, it, it doesn't make sense, right? You, when, when we think of it as, as, as an investment and, and what they're doing, Shell, in moving into alternative energy is not only an investment, it's actually a pivot, right? Um, you can call it an expansion now, but I do think that they are, that they are seriously looking at it as, as, as a pivot, given you know, all the climate change and sustainability, as well as all the awareness that comes with that moving forward, right? I think the Tesla stock price alone will tell you where the world is trying to move towards, right? And what, what effectively <laughs> Tesla believes in. But it's not about Tesla. Nah, it right? just tells you um, how crazy people are. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, fair. But, and, and that's the thing. When, when we, and if you just take care of it as, as our perspective, right? I agree with management that it should not be split. That's my take. And the take is very simple. I have something that is going to give me the foundation for me to go and do something else. That something else has not been proven. Until I can prove an MVP for it, I can know it can run on its own. Then I'm going to effectively maybe create a new entity, maybe create a new subsidiary, become shell holdings, whatever it may be, right? And then run a separate ticket, whatever, whatever needs to be done. But until then, it's still a kid. It's an infant. It's not in a fetal stage right now. Maybe it's an infant or a toddler, but it's not an 18-year-old adult. And that is something that, that I cannot get grips with, with um, Sorry, what's his, what's his name again? 
Dan Dan Loeb. Dan Loeb. I, I don't know. Dan Loeb. I don't know how yes. to pronounce his last name, so let's call him Dan. That's <laughs> Dan. We are, we are obviously friends, so right? That, <laughs> so that said, right? So that's that's the way that I see it. But that's coming from a corporate perspective. If you're looking at purely as an investor perspective, I can see it. He thinks the short there is a short term gain to happy had if this was purely a oil oil play. Because right, oil will be skyrocketing the next couple of years with all the travel, with all of this, all of that, that he can make big, big gains. And it's going to be hindered with this infant of a child. Effectively, if you're having a child, you're, you can't do what you wanted to do if you were single, right? <laughs> or if you were just you and your wife. I completely agree as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So there'll be some people that will say, you can get married, but don't have a kid. And I feel, and that's my analogy for Dan. Right? Because if you don't have a kid, you have more spending power, you can spend on what you want to spend on, and you can make more money. Right? <laughs> when you have a kid, a lot of that money is going towards that kid to fund its effective investment, if you will. So, speaking, Anthony, as a parent, I can see why you're leaning towards management. And, and that's, that's my take as well. I did see the stock price drop from 21 till now. It's okay. I mean, not very much, but 19 in about two, two to three days. Um, it, I assume this is when the, the announcement came out and maybe there's some sort of confidence issues among the yeah, investors. Yeah, I mean, really. I think the, the, the reality is that, you know, un- unless you are a badly run company, if an activist investor comes in, it, it's just disruptive, right? Um, and, if, you know, and if you want to get an idea of, a, of how disruptive it is, go watch Succession on HBO, fantastic show, um, if you haven't watched it. So, so yeah, tip right. of the day, right? Um, look at Shell, um, watch HBO, Succession, great show. And, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and I think, you know, that's also great for, for, for our listeners and, and coconuts out there. When, when you are looking at investment and, and retirement, right, you want to build effectively and create that foundation first before going into all these um, expensive or, or unproven assets, right? I mean, one of it we just spoke about was the Squid Game. <laughs> um, you know, if you put a hundred bucks in there or if you put a thousand bucks in there and it doesn't mean anything to you because it's play money, that's fine because you already have your foundation. You already started that flywheel. Uh, so I think it's something to, something to think about. Definitely. Awesome. All right. On, on to me. Um, all right. All right. Next topic. Yes. Spotify. All right. Yes. We have not been talking about um, Spotify in a couple of weeks. <laughs> actually, in all fairness, <laughs> I think the last time we spoke about this was uh, we only actually we spoke a lot about Netflix and Disney. We never really talked about Spotify. But what Spotify I mean, did was... They, they only host our podcast, right? What, what's the big deal? Who cares? Yes. <laughs> they do. And actually, that's what I want to talk about today. Right. So I think in the beginning of the year, we've seen Spotify grow and grow. And, and recent earnings calls, actually, they missed earnings by a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. But the stock still rallied. And that's because they've seen a big gains in the advertising space. And what they're doing here is they're moving towards just mu- from music to other things. For example, podcasts, right? They're moving to, into podcasts. They don't see themselves as a music company. They see themselves as an audio company. At least that's what the, that's what the CEO quoted, right? Quote, unquote, <laughs> at this point in time. But what they are looking at here is ads. And one thing that we're realizing is that podcasts, ads in podcasts give them a good revenue, good revenue stream. And this is what they're looking to grow. I think one thing else is videos, right? Now, how many times have you gone into Spotify, looked at a song uh, and want the lyrics? And before you know it, actually the lyrics are there. You just got to go into it. 
Now, one thing that we're realizing is that it's not Spotify telling the artists, hey, put up your video. It's the artist telling Spotify, can I also upload my video with the song so that if someone wants to listen to it, I can. And what uh, they can and, and view it. So what this could actually do is pivot towards more advertising space. Think of it like a YouTube. You watch an ad before watching the video. So Spotify could be pivoting towards that as well to get more ad spend. And that's the yeah. way that I believe they see it. And, and the new effective Spotify moving forward. That's interesting, actually. Um, I, I was wondering, and, and I wonder if, if you know as well, in terms, I mean, sorry, my, my experience with Spotify is I'm, I'm a free customer, right? I, I, I listen to right. the ad for <laughs> half an hour free or whatever. Um, I mean, no, recently, sorry, recently I'm, I'm premium now with, with, uh, with my wife, but, you know, that, for Got a very it. long time, I was a free customer that listened to ads and then those ads were terribly ineffective, never clicked on a single one of them. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering how, how do they do this, you know, podcast ads, right? Because obviously the podcast themselves will have their own ads. Um, so, so is, is Spotify layering theirs on as well or, or how, how is it going to work? And sorry. And, and I guess a co- part of my concern is, is the listening experience, right? Because if there's mm. very little control, then you, you could just get inundated with ads. Like, like how I just have no patience for a lot of YouTube nowadays. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering Tell if there's, there's a great revenue stream, definitely, but you know, sooner or later it comes at the expense of product, which is important, even if it's free. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, have we reached a balance yet or, or do we know roughly where they are trying to get to in terms of a balance? Yes. So I think that's definitely one thing they're looking at, right? I don't, I don't see a, a concrete plan. I've not read a concrete plan. So any, any of you coconuts out there that have a concrete plan and have some comments, please go ahead and put that in Telegram group. Love to do more. If you want, we can actually do a stock geek out on that, on, on Spotify and where it's going to go. But I think one thing to note here is that they are on pace to hit $1 billion dollars in terms of revenue this year, which oh, is wow. really, really good. $1 billion, right? And the CEO mentioned that actually the market... And the target is 18 billion. That's 18x if they close the revenue this year. That's a lot of money coming in through ads. Now, whether that be through videos, whether that be through um, audio, you know, like for example, what Anthony was doing during the free spiel when he was on, on Spotify free uh, and, and listening to ads, that's, that's really need, needless to say. But one thing that we do know is that YouTube makes most of its money and Google knows that video adverts are much higher in cost than audio adverts. Okay. So I can definitely see that pivot from, from audio to video, especially if there is already supply side pull from the artists wanting to put their videos on Spotify. So I think that's, that's, that's really interesting. I think Spotify is looking to pivot. And you know, some of these big companies, if you look at Netflix, you look at, at Spotify now, they are pivoting, right? Netflix first started out as a, it's effectively a logistics company, passing CDs back and forth, DVDs mm-hmm. back and forth, and, and look where they are now. And I see Spotify going to a, the same way. I myself am not invested in Spotify, so I need to say this, but I'm genuinely looking at it as, as a possible viable option. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. I mean, I, I was looking at it, I think, a few months back and it was 240. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, no, let, let's wait a bit. Let, let's see how it goes. And it's 300 now, so kicking myself slightly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, b- besides the price, just in terms of the business, I, I think 
this really feels like a, a culmination of years of effort, right? Um, I mean, mm-hmm. look, they, they bought the Joe Rogan show. I think it, it must be years back now um, for, for a few million, million, billion. Um, and, and people are like, this is crazy. You put it behind a paywall. Why? You know? But yeah. you know, that, that, that's part of the strategy, right? You get all your podcasts on, you make it a viable product and you, know, you, you sell ads on it. Um, similarly, you know, they, they try to empower creators, you know, paid license fees to, to labels. Yes. But then artists recognize, uh, using Spotify as a go-to market strategy, right. And, and that Mm -hmm. leads to artists wanting to do more with Spotify, one paying to get on playlists, which should be illegal. Um, you know, putting videos on, putting lyrics on driving engagement through Spotify rather than, you know, through their record labels, um, like universal, which, Chuk and I have long conversations about. Um, so, so yeah, you know, look, I, I think, and, and this to me is, is a tick for, for management, right? Um, you know, they, they had a strategy. We didn't know about it. We were like, ah, this is stupid. Why, why are they spending so much on podcasts? It, it's irrelevant. You're just paying money to labels. I was saying that, like podcasts, why are you spending so much money on it? We've got Apple yeah. Podcasts that is, that is in this space. It's, it's massive in this space. What are you doing? Why are you spending money? How much more, are you gonna, how much more music are you going to put on? And how much more can you actually grow? That was the questions that I was posing at the start of this year. Exactly, right? And you know, ta-da, <laughs> now we know, right? So, so look, I think, I think definitely a tick um, on, on management. You know, you, you can, you can, have some faith in this team, I think. Um, and, and that is, is another take, you know, if, if you're looking to invest in a company and its business, it, it looks as if it's about to take fruit and, and management looks mm. as if they know how to execute. So why not? I mean, it's slightly expensive, high sales, all that ratios are high, but what, what isn't high right now? So yeah, yeah you, exactly. you could do worse, What I isn't think. high right now? <laughs> That's true. Awesome. And, and Coconuts, you know, if you're listening in and you want us to do a stock account on Spotify uh, after this current earnings call, please let us know. We'll be happy to do that. We can arrow Reggie to do that for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Awesome. Awesome. All right. I think the biggest news of, of this week, right? If, if not even this quarter, we the quarter just started. It's a month in is Meta. Tell us more, Anthony. Uh, sorry, I mean it's it's a bit meta, but it's Facebook um, that that renamed itself to to Meta. Um, so so yeah, I mean look, it it's a name change, yes. So so and they have changed their ticker um, to to MVRS or something. Um, curiously, they couldn't change it to Meta META because that's actually an ETF. Um, and I mean, oh. taking a step back, you know, the, the whole metaverse thing, the, the modern culmination of it is, is by this guy called Matthew Ball. He, he's written, he has this nine part, you know, which is like a lot of the Riggs Lang um, articles on, on what the metaverse is and, and what he should look like. And he started an ETF, right? So, so you can buy a meta ETF or you can buy Facebook. Mm. That, that costs some meta. Um, but, but yeah, they, they changed their name. They, they changed some products. Their, their Oculus is, is no longer called Oculus. It's called Meta something, whatever. Um, Facebook Reality Labs, is, which is right. the arm written themselves, is just called Rea- Reality Labs now. Um, I think, look, there's, there's a lot to, to unpack about it. And, and I think that the real changes are just beginning. This is a, a signifier of, of what's going to happen, right? Um, I think they, they, they really see the writing on the wall for traditional social media, whether it's due to regulations, you know, lack of growth. And I mean, look, I, I'm... You was is a big fan of Facebook, right? Um, my one trillion dollars 
market cap, they should be an evil company like Facebook. They shouldn't be Tesla. But anyway, you know, <laughs> that's... <laughs> it, just it, had to bring up Tesla, dude. You just had to bring yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I just had to. You know, it, they, they live rent-free in my head. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a change in emphasis. And, and that's actually made me reconsider why, whether I want to be a Facebook, a meta shareholder, mm. sorry. Um, so, you know, I used to think about that. You know, nah, social media grows at 10, 15% a year. They have optionalities in AR, VR, they are good at e-commerce and they are getting there at e-commerce they are getting there in payments it, it's, a, it's a steady compounder right and that just changed overnight um, what they are doing is this coming year they are investing 170 billion dollars into um, the metaverse or creating the metaverse whatever Right. Um, we, we talk about you know, Spotify hitting one billion in revenue. You're spending 170 times that on CapEx. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, I mean, and okay, look, those two are two different leagues. We should not even be comparing a right. trillion dollar no, but, company. But that, that gives you a sense of scale, right? It's, you know, Spotify Absolutely. is a great company, good market cap, world leader in audio, but this company is spending 170 times on CapEx alone in. Oh, sorry, it's, it's not a year. It's over the next 10 years. Um, so, so scale ah, is slightly different. Fine, okay. 17 times, not 170 times. Right? Um, you know, yes. it's, we, we have difficulty comprehending large numbers. This is a huge number. I don't know where it's going to go to. It feels as if that... It, it's not a pivot, right? It's just a complete shift in strategy. I don't know if I want to be a shareholder anymore. Right? That, that's, that's a tough call to make, I think. Um, but, but the yeah. stock price is... Liking it, so well, I'll just hold on for the ride and, and we see what happens. I think, yeah, I think it's oh, so so you are invested in Facebook or rather, Meta. yeah, I have a decent chunk in it actually. Oh wow, okay, and and here's here's a quick question, right? Obviously, you know, Facebook since the few years ago, right, moving to Congress and, and having to answer for all its all its scrutiny and 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 privacy and data and and even posts that users post up, which clearly their TNCs are ironclad. And do you think that Zuckerberg just had enough of this and said, you know what? I want to do what I actually want to do. This Facebook thing came out of, of nothing, right? Of thin air from, from uh, was it Harvard, right? That it was at or MIT? I forgot. Or one of them. One, one of them, right? I, I, I one of them. <laughs> it came out of nothing, but it gave me a good chunk of money. But now I can really do what I want to do. And this metaverse thing actually has been around for a while, right? So I do know that there's this thing called Earth 2. And you can actually go in and you can buy a plot of land. It's a digital plot of land, digital assets. And you can actually go ahead and do that. Now, whether that was part of meta, whether that was part of the gentleman that you mentioned, Anthony, I'm not quite sure. I think that's more in, you know, more, more research I need to do on my side. But I can, I can see that Zuckerberg's going, you know, enough of this. I want to do what I want to do. And yeah. Facebook is not the way. I see Facebook as dying. And they know that because the population, not population, sorry, the, the users in Facebook is dropping, right? And I believe it's dropping at an alarming rate over the next two to three years. I'd rather forecast it to drop at such an alarming rate. They did an acquisition of Instagram in 2010, was it? And that was a brilliant move on their, fight, on, on their front. $1 billion at that point in time was unheard of. And now they're just, they, they're laughing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> As the Aussies would say, they're laughing. Brilliant. A brilliant move. And now they're looking at the next step, right? So they, obviously they went into WhatsApp, they went to all those, but they're looking at the next step. And this is something new. And I think that it's so unknown. And who would you want steering that ship? And I think that's the reason why 
the population or the market sentiment is that you know what maybe he knows what he's trying to do here yeah which is the reason I, for the surprise. I, I don't know right so so look charitably and and i actually quite believe this i think you know mark zuckerberg is, is fundamentally a product guy right he he's like steve jobs yeah. or um you know bill gates he he, he's he, a like, coder, he wants the product he? He, sorry he's a coder yeah, he's a coder, right? He he's the technical guy. He's he's not, you know, um, he's not Steve Ballmer. So he's right? more, of, yeah. or, or or even no, he's Satya, not. So he's more of a Steve. So he's more of Bill Gates more than a Steve Jobs, right? Yeah, so I mean, he he's the he's the engineering yeah, guy. He's the product guy. He's yeah. he's the visionary. He's not the you know I'm optimizing a supply chain. You know, so so he's he's pretty yeah. technical, right? <laughs> so I mean, head on heart. I do think he wants to be back in the product. He wants to leave a legacy. He wants to, you know, guide the, the next generation of um, the internet, Web 3.0, um, whatever. Uh, I think, and he, he obviously can do it, right? He's 34. I mean, he's a year older than us. <laughs> look at what he's done. Look at what we've done, right? Um, you know, he's only 34. Jeez. Yeah, he's only 34. He, it feels like he's been around forever. He's only 34. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> so look, obviously a brilliant guy, you know, can he's a bit like Elon Musk, you know, a bit egoistical. He, he puts his mind to it. He can do it. Full faith in him. Um, my concern really is, you know, this is a paradigm shift, right? Um, when and every time, and this historically, if we, if we look at paradigm shifts in technology, nobody actually knows what's coming up. So I, I don't know if you remember um, the first or the first few smartphones, right? Um, when we were in secondary school, and you could get a phone that could send an MMS and take a photo and wow, and play games besides Snake, and wow, there's a huge deal, right? But at that stage, could you have said, you know? I'm going to use this to order taxis around, right? Or, or to record a podcast, right? And then we can share it simultaneously online. I, I think that's, that's a leap beyond whatever could have been conceived at that time, right? And so, yes, he's a visionary, I, but, and that's the thing, right? But nobody knows what the metaverse will be. Nobody knows what it looks like. Nobody knows what it will look like or even what it will likely to look like. So I think putting it, all your eggs in one basket and, and you know, trusting Facebook to do it is, is a step too far. And, and that's the part that's concerning to me as, as a shareholder of Facebook. He probably could, but it's, it's a long way away. It's risky. You know, you buy Facebook. I mean, if you want risk, you buy other things, right? You don't buy Facebook. Facebook is a steady compounder to me. So, so, my thesis, so, so that's completely changed my thesis. And, and I think I, I just can't in good faith you know keep my relatively big position in it anymore i think it has to scale down slightly got it i mean no i think that's fair on your side but if you take a look at the other aspects right nfts digital currency cryptocurrencies um all of these and, and all the meme coins that we've seen digital assets are a thing right it's no longer yeah. the the future that we were thinking about it's the present and it has been happening for at least a year or two that i know about Right, obviously, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, so it's a little different, but digital assets. So that's what I think he's looking towards. But instead of, of an NFT, it's a plot of land in a space that you can which, which could be an NFT, right? But you know, which, yes, which could be an NFT. Yeah, but, but it's the same. I think, look, these concepts have been around for a, a long time, right? But 
is is that a metaverse? Because you know, second second world, second life. That, that you could do that in second life, and that was a decade ago, right? Was that mm. the beginning of metaverse? Is is Roblox, 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 the the beginning of Roblox? Sorry, Roblox. the the beginning of the metaverse, right? And that's the thing, mm. nobody knows. And you know, are we at web two point two, two point five? 2.9, close to 3, again, no, nobody knows because we, we just yeah. fundamentally cannot predict how technology will develop and, and when it develops, where it brings us, right? Um, or rather, I don't want to put money behind any prediction or I, I'll put money across 10,000 different predictions and hope that one of them you know, pays 100,000 times, right? So there, there's a lot of ways to play this. Um, I just don't think, you know, so, so Facebook shouldn't be the only horse you bet on. I think the metaverse is coming. It will come in 10 years, um, hopefully. Um, not one of those you know, nuclear fusion five years away perpetually, but it will come in 10 years. <laughs> and you, you, but it's not necessarily Facebook. It's not necessarily Amazon. It, it could be somebody we have not heard of. You could have use cases we have not thought of. You know, and, and those will be the ones that make the real money, right? If, if everybody knows it and everybody can execute it, then there's no point. That's true. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's honestly for me, it's, it's a question mark. We don't know where it's going to go. But what I do know is that some can be used now. For example, I think in his showing, because he, he dressed up, right? He showed himself as a, as yeah. a figure or as an avatar. And then he was going around and he chose his gray, gray top with the jeans in the end, yes. even after costumes. And he went in and he showed the different like virtual rooms and, and work rooms that Facebook employees were going into use and i do see that as quite good nowadays given that we're all working from home and and apparently there's this pandemic going on i don't know if you realize uh so really with <laughs> oh I, I thought i thought i just couldn't dine out for fun you know <laughs> and i have no friends yes, yes. no no worries no worries yes but it's, it's because you have the kid last so you know you cannot you cannot get out of the house that's actually <laughs> so there's this real impact when when it comes to working from home so on and so forth so i think there is there is uses for it today. Where it's going to get to is the big question mark. And I agree with you on that. And I don't know, obviously you have a big stake and it's too much of a, clearly a risk profile for you to have that. Maybe it throws you all your numbers out of whack, right? So nah, I, I mean, I, I think fundamentally, if, if, I, if I were to play the metaverse, I, I think it's a picks and shovels play. You, you don't bet on the platform that will be the platform for the metaverse. You, you bet on what, enables the technology to get there, right? So companies like Unity, Epic Games, you know, Roblox, mm. Roblox, ah, I can't pronounce them, but you, you know what I mean, right? Microsoft, because they own Roblox, you know, don't, don't, you, you go for NVIDIA, you, you go for picks and shovels, right? Um, semiconductors, because you need them, obviously. And, and you are agnostic about who is the ultimate winner on the platform front, because I think that, that's just too hard to tell now. Right. You, you can make a bet in, in two or three years when, when, things, when the major players emerge. But now to say that you know, Facebook as a lead, I don't think we can even say that because we don't know what the race is. Fair enough. All right. Cheers, guys. I think that's, that's roughly it for this week. We, we honestly can't wait for next week when we can talk more about earnings calls, but hopefully you guys learned something ah, about this week, Coconuts. <laughs> oh, the numbers. Yes, indeed. Uh, Actually, there are a few tonight. I'm, I'm, I, I can't wait to hear. Hopefully, I, I make some money out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just right. ho- I'm just uh, hoping not for 20% drops like the last time round. No, yeah, yeah. Me neither. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Coconuts. Thank you so much for listening in. And don't forget to subscribe to us. I'm Rakesh and, and Anthony. Um, we'll see you next week.
Bye. All right. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh, and trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback. So share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.